0: Hi. Hi. Did that sound too flirty? I forgot we can't flirt. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi. <laughs> That's gonna be like the running <laughs> joke forever is we flirt too much.
1: <laughs> I wasn't aware we flirted, period, but now that I
0: know, oh goodness, we're I gonna mean, light a no. fire under that joke. Whatever. Yeah. We're both Pretty attractive ladies. We can flirt. It's okay. Flirting is good. People should flirt more often. And when you're not creepy about it, it makes you feel good.
1: Yup. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're creepy about it, go away. No one feels good then. <laughs> yeah. Want well, to do our intro?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should probably do that. We should do our <laughs> intro. <laughs> And this is Anastasia.
1: And this is Lauren.
0: You're listening to Wait to Panic, a podcast where two friends take turns trying to scare one another shitless. And this week we're not swapping weeks, but we are swapping stories. It's the holidays, and so we're bringing you some of our favorite holiday cryptid folklore things. A Merry Cryptid Christmas. A Merry Cryptid Christmas, or whatever holiday you celebrate. Yes because there's lots of them
1: it's true mine isn't even necessarily christmas it just happens around christmas time mine too so because you already know mine so (laughs) you already know mine too technically we talked about it but i don't know if you know which one i landed on
0: i don't it'll be a surprise surprise Surprise. it'll be fun yeah so what's your happy uh listen (laughs) to the
1: sound of my brain shorting out because i forgot about happies yet again um
0: Um, uh, uh, i can go and give you time to think please do (laughs) (laughs) my happy for the week since we are we didn't realize that we didn't have one like Extra recorded, so we're recording the day before we publish. <laughs> um, yeah, oops, our bad, <laughs> but no, I am thrilled to say I am officially on vacation. And even if we weren't publishing this like tomorrow, um, I would still be on vacation when it comes out. So I'm stoked to have two weeks off. I am very jealous of your two weeks off. Ah, uh, not to rub it in, but it's gonna be phenomenal.
1: It will. <laughs> I do, I do kind of miss working for a place that like, allows the week between Christmas and New Year's to be just off. I do yeah. miss that. Maybe one day, some day in the future, that will exist in my life again. We'll find out.
0: Well, that's the plan, right?
1: That's that's the idea. Eventually, I hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, so I'm still stalling more because I still didn't really think of Happy.
0: Um, I got another one. Do it! Do it! Do it! <laughs> uh, so, it's, shocker, a horsey one. Um, but today we had a really good lesson, and it was, like, the first one where I felt like, I was like, I can jump with the big kids. Like, Yay! I'm real people. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, it it was a nice feeling. It's not something I've had for a little while. We've been kind of in a a weird funk, and... It's been nice to kind of get our shit back together. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Which reminds me of what I can use as a happy.
0: Yeah. Segways.
1: It's uh, more like I need to write a map. But for those of you who don't know, if if you're an equestrian or a person who does horseback riding but you don't have access to a horse, you can use spin bike exercises to maintain the muscles. So... I happen to have bought myself a present because uh, of a spin bike. So we drew the map. We got there. My new spin (laughs) bike is my happy. And now I can actually appropriately exercise and exhaust myself so I can sleep at night. It's
0: going to be so nice. And, you know, presents to yourself are just nice. Yes. At any point for any reason.
1: Buy yourself flowers. Who needs to wait for someone to give them to you? They're pretty. Do it. Preferably still in a
0: pot. And you can pick the ones you like.
1: Mm-hmm. No way to fuck that up. No, it's pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who wants to go first? Do we want to rock paper scissors? One, two, three, go. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna oh, do one, two, three, shit, go. Not, okay. I've got to be well, visible.
0: One, one two, two three, three. Oh shit! Go. That's fine. Good, I already bad at rock paper scissors. <laughs> I don't know how I could be bad at it, but I'm bad at it. Rock paper two three scissors lizards lizard. spock yeah, lizards spock something llama I don't know. vampire
1: llama. llama. <laughs> this does not make any sense to anyone. Um, uh, that clearly didn't work, and you won the original rock paper scissors. So I will let you choose if you want to go first or second. Um,
0: uh, mine is. Surprisingly long, so I I can start. I was going to say, mine's little, so that works out well. Go first. Okay. So Lauren already knows, but I picked uh, Gryla and the Yule Lads. Mm -hmm. And there's like one other very little bonus one that I didn't do any extra research on, but I still love it. And so they're Icelandic, but Iceland has what has to be some of my favorite folklore because it is just bananas and weird and fascinating. They they don't have like your Santa Claus like other western cultures do. They just have their own thing. Their own so what? They, <laughs> yeah, many of those, many of those. Uh so they don't have your, you know, typical jolly pink cheek Santa. Uh, Iceland instead has Gryla, who is a child-eating giantess, and her 13 sons that are known as the Yule Lads. That's too many sons. So many sons. Too many sons. They're all so weird. Oh. Oh, good. <laughs> like, you're not going to like some of them, I can guarantee it, because I did not like them. <laughs> this will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The legend goes that for most of the year, this... um. Lovely little family. They live in this lava fortress. I'm so sorry. I'm going to butcher oh. so many words. Okay. Because um, Iceland has a lot of volcanoes. Okay. Um. So lava, and it's called Dimaborgar in the Matven area of northern Iceland. Again, that sounds so, like words. So many apologies. You guys have so many vowels in everything. <laughs> <laughs> And so from December 12th through the 24th, this family kind of one by one leaves this toasty little cave home that they got over the 13 days and just kind of cause general mischief and havoc. Except for Gryla. Gryla's just horrifying. Uh, so time has really sanitized the Yule Lads, so instead of being... Trolls, they're now depicted as wearing the traditional red and white clothing. They've got the fluffy beards and the cheery smiles. Um, Instead of pulling pranks and coal, they leave presents and potatoes in shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gryla never got cleaned up with the times, so we're we're gonna start off with her because we are a creepy podcast. (laughs) So, Okay, ironically, I didn't realize that one of my favorite old paintings is actually of Gryla doing her thing. What? Yeah, it's it's the one where it's like the really creepy like witch thing and she's got like the baby and the mom's in the background and the door like, God damn it, Timmy, I told you to eat your fucking potatoes. Okay,
1: like, you say this as if this could be something that I could possibly recognize and I have no idea what
0: you're talking about. Okay, I'm going to send it to you really quick. Um, Thank you. Because you you definitely have. where's uh, da, da, da. Gryla. Yeah, because I know I've sent it to you laughing over this. Doo, doo, doo. There she is. In all of her creepy glory.
1: Oh, God. You sure Wait, you I, sent me this? I swear I've never I, seen this.
0: I am positive it's in, like, one of those funny medieval paintings and, like, whatnot posts. Oh god, okay.
1: Oh my god, I just had, like, a moment of pure terror because I started hearing, like, music coming out of my head, but it's from this website. Oh. <laughs> it's just, like, angry male chanting of, hoo, 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 hoo,
0: And started freaking me out for a moment. Okay, apparently I am easily spooked. So, yeah, that's, that is one of my favorite old paintings, because the mom, <laughs> I assume it's the mom, in the background, just looks like so fucking done with her kid shit. <laughs> like, I told you this was gonna happen, and look, just like here she is. Damn it, that's the uh, third baby this year. I can't keep
1: popping them out. <laughs> but uh, she proceeded to continue popping them out. I'm sure, given she'd... the timing of what that picture looks like.
0: Yep. So, uh, listeners, I will link the picture in the description but yeah lauren i know i have sent that to you in pinterest at some point we send each other so much shit on that so (laughs) so much much shit and all of it's weird it's all weird
1: (laughs) like it, it ranges anywhere from like female rage to just weird i i don't even know like Random like murder quotes and cryptids and strange things, or like Renaissance paintings that have I don't know snarky
0: undertones.
1: Yeah, snarky undertone. I love the ones with the snarky subtitles, but it's just there's a lot and
0: there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Segues slash wrecks No noise. Wait. Oh, well, speaking of stomachs... um, Oh, okay. So, Gryla, she's one of the most evil figures in Icelandic folklore. Parents and elders still tell her story as, like, a horror story to make kids behave, especially over the holidays. Ugh! Right? Uh, Festive. Again, she never got cleaned up with the times. She is still her terrifying self. But... It's said that throughout the year, she collects whispers about children around the island that are misbehaving, and come wintertime, Gryla comes to collect. Oh, God. Yeah, she has one hell of an appetite, but again, like any good horror story, it's not for something mundane like cookies and pie. She likes the taste of uh, naughty kids. Sounds like the worst period craving ever. (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong (laughs) but uh yeah so each winter she comes out from the lava cave and gathers up all those whispers of the bad kids and gets to feasting she (laughs) sorry how much of the like
1: wanting to taste the flesh of children do you think comes from having lived in a lava cave with her 13 grown-ass sons who won't just get their own damn lava cave I mean,
0: highly possible, but I also have a feeling, like, my theory is that because Icelandic winters are not easy, like, when we went there, we were pretty much told, hey, if you're out driving and the weather gets bad, like, you're required to pick up anyone who's walking on the road. Oh, dang. Like, you have to pick them up because they will die. And so I was like, okay, so she was probably a story of, you know, kids that wandered out at night and obviously never came back. Oh, God. Yeah. So Gryla collects all these bad kids up in a sack, like a reverse terrible Santa, (laughs) and takes them back to the lava cave and puts them in this huge pot and makes a enormous stew. So this stew keeps her going through the rest of the year. Until winter comes again, and she starts the process all over again. at you, at you. Like, I don't even understand blood sausage, blood soup. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, no, no. So yeah, she lives in the caves with her husband, and I assume her thirteen weird sons. <laughs> um, her husband, her, her current husband, I should say, is a troll. Again, sorry for butchering. Named. Lepa Pawi, I, I don't know, I don't know, but he is <clears throat> the latest in what I could really only imagine was a fairly long list of husbands. I don't want to know what she did to the previous ones, but well, when you run out of baby stew, yeah, you have, to have e- a backup. Yeah, maybe some years the kids aren't so bad. Be good kids. <laughs> But yeah, the the latest husband, he is honestly the least threatening of this whole story. He is described generally as being browbeaten to the point of being pathetic and he oh. has <laughs> right. Oh. He has absolutely oh. no influence over her or her uh activities, which again, to be completely fair, imagining what she may have done to the previous husbands It's probably an understandable reaction to being married to her to just be like, all right, babe, whatever you want to do. Like, yep, go collect your kids. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm totally in an abusive relationship. I'm terrified of you. Yeah, honey, bye. Please go out of the cave.
0: (laughs) I'm not convinced that Pile of Bones over there isn't the last guy.
1: (laughs) Question Um, I want to know that I'm sure there's
0: probably not an answer for. Why did he marry her? I don't know, but that does tend to the next point. Okay. So, in most Icelandic folklore, the, quote, villainous couples in lore usually contain a cruel, bloodthirsty female and a fairly spineless husband. So, it might have just been in keeping with folklore. Uh, but Gryla is such a horrifying tale that in the 18th century, the parliament there outlawed using her as a scare tactic. <gasps> so... They had to, okay. parents had to tell their kids that instead of being eaten by her, that she would leave them rotten potatoes in their shoes. <laughs> I instead
1: was like, all fresh right, potatoes.
0: instead of you becoming breakfast, you have something gross for breakfast, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Something to put in a stew instead of being part of the stew. I don't
1: know. So basically, they were causing so much societal anxiety that they were legally told you can't do this anymore (laughs) pretty much
0: how do we get that in
1: the u.s (sighs) please tell me how do we get that
0: i don't know i don't know so to make matters worse gryla doesn't work alone as i'm sure you've guessed so in their mountain home gryla and her husband like this is the only time her husband gets mentioned he just like fades into obscurity is just, yep, he's married to her. I mean, he does nothing and he scuttles to the back of the cave, which frankly, don't blame him. <laughs> doing nothing was probably his biggest crime. I get it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, she lives there with her husband, the Yule Lads, and they also have their, their own pet known as the Yule Cat, which <laughs> I fucking love. It's this enormous black kitty cat. That also likes to munch on people. (laughs) Okay, that's just all cats. It is. Like, all cats ever. (laughs) But, so, rather than kids that are, you know, misbehaving or naughty, the Yule Cat will chomp on any kid who hasn't received new clothing to wear for Christmas. Oh! Yeah, so, you know. Yule Cat. Give out some socks. Something.
1: I mean, that. Gives a whole new idea to, like, why your parents might give you socks for a holiday.
0: Yeah, but supposedly the Yule Cat, like, eating people for not getting new clothes, uh, it all came about because most of the sewing and cloth creation is done during the winter because what else is there to do? There's, like, four hours of daylight and it's 20 hours of nighttime. So winters aren't the easiest there. And so warm clothing was probably, and probably still is, very important. So if you didn't have warm clothes and you went outside for some reason, you also probably didn't come back. Chomp chomp. Chomp chomp. Yule Cat's hungry. <laughs> Yule Cat says feed me. Yeah, I don't know where the cat portion came in, but I mean, the rest of it makes sense to me. Just... Nom 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 I, I don't think they have any, like... Predatory cats are um, like ninety nine percent certain they don't.
1: Yeah, but even like household cats, like if you die and they need food, like they'll True. they'll munch on your face a little bit. It's completely Ugh. like they loved you, but you died and they needed food, so you do They you love do. you,
0: but they loved your ability to provide food more. <laughs> nom 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 munch, Chomp munch. chomp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna get dark.
1: Uh, going to? <laughs> uh, well, we
0: got to talk about the Yule Lads now. Oh, dear. I thought so... they were the cheerier bunch. Oh, we're talking about the non-sanitized version of them. Oh, Because okay. that's more fun. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, so I take
1: it they take after their mother, not
0: their stepfather. Uh, yes? So they don't, <clears throat> they don't love bad kids do like Gryla. But they were still kind of really terrible all on their own. They're depicted as, uh, again, originally before they got cleaned up with soap and water, um, (laughs) enormous, filthy, unintelligent creatures described as humanoid and bestial in equal measure. Because they're half troll. So sun would turn them into stone, so they would only operate in the darkness of night, which, again, winter... 20 hours of nighttime, four hours of daylight. They got lots of time to play around. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Yetis to me. Uh, Yeti. Yeah. <clears throat> so, again, sorry for butchering all of these names, but there's just so many letters. Uh, first up, we've got Stechiaster or like I'm going to give the translations for all of these, okay. which don't all make sense either. But his name translates to Sheepcoat Claude. Yep.
1: Oh, man.
0: What a name. What a name. So one by one, the lads leave the cave. And then for those whatever number of days that they're out, they just kind of fuck with the country. (laughs) So he's the first to leave. And so from the 12th to the 26th, his whole focus is on harassing sheep. It's a like, fucked up version of 12 Days of Christmas.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. <sighs> oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Yep.
1: Okay, so so, he,
0: so he's messing with sheep. He just harasses sheep for 12, 13 days. Um, Icelanders tend to keep their sheep underground in the winter. Well, it keeps them out of the elements, you know. Hmm. So the... It said, you know, when the lifeblood of their very farm is underneath their house and it starts freaking out, the households thought, you know, because of bad weather and storms and, you know, sheep aren't the smartest animals to start yeah. with, Um, they would hear them, you know, causing a ruckus underneath the floors and they thought that Sheepcoat Claude had found the sheep. So he was a couple of these. Most of the siblings have some kind of deformity. But he had stiff legs that would impair his movement and would stiffen up if he didn't move more. So they thought that, you know, their reasoning was if you hear the sheep start to freak out, they just had to wait it out because he couldn't afford to stay in one spot for so long. And he'd eventually go on to bother their neighbors. And his whole goal is to annoy as many sheep as he can before sunrise and he turns to stone. So they're just like, cool. Wait it out. He'll leave, and that's that's how they they handled him. Okay, that just sounds like, hey, I'm
1: from the country. I know if you go mess with the things that go bump in the night, uh huh, you're gonna get
0: fucked up. So we're just gonna
1: not listen to it. It's gonna be fine.
0: Just yeah, know, it'll be okay. Go back to sleep. Yeah, that mentality is gonna come in a lot. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, the second lad that leaves is Gil Jaguar, Gil Jaguar, or Gully Hawk. So, he likes to hide in the gullies and valleys around houses until people fall asleep. And then <laughs> there's a lot of beanies in this, just okay. a lot of breaking and entering. So, at nighttime, he breaks into the cow sheds and he steals any milk that's left over. Uh. Yeah, which like out of the udders? Like, in the buckets or anything.
1: Okay, okay. It sounded like he was going in just, like, milking the cows. Oh, I mean.
0: know, I'm not going to judge a half-troll. If that's what he fucking wants to do, he can (laughs) do whatever he wants. If you want to spend your 20 hours of nighttime doing some farm chores, okay. Yep. But milk was really important for a lot of especially holiday meals. Most of the traditional holiday sauces had it. And it was also one of the main ingredients in the famous skier yogurt. Mm. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't know if I'm saying any of this right. You guys know this about me. (laughs) It's it's fine. We speak fluent typo. We'll let it pass. Yeah. And so, yeah, he would steal all this milk that they needed to make their food with like a douchebag. Grinchy. right third up we've got stufer or stubby which is rude oh but there's a reason obviously it's not hard to guess um oh. Oh, no. he likes to steal household pots and pans because he liked the crust that's left on them and he has a pretty prodigious appetite for it Um uh, at the time and even now pots and pans everything in iceland is so expensive um but they have no mining industry so anything they had like pots and all that were incredibly expensive because they had to be imported yada yada and so yeah it was like a major dick move for him to steal so, pans so he's the wash your dishes immediately you'll lad yeah there's there's a couple of those um Ooh. yeah But yeah, his deformity, if you want to call it that. I mean, he's still half troll, half giant. So they say he's much shorter than his brothers. But I mean, half giant. How short can he really be? Looks like a human.
1: Probably helps with fitting through doors and stealing pots and pans to eat the crust off the inside of it, though.
0: You know, I didn't actually think about that because all the others that like to like break and enter... They don't mention that they're small. So that's even <laughs> more terrifying. I was about to say, if they're all small, totally strategic evolution. Oh,
1: there goes my theory.
0: Yeah, nope. <laughs> so, a fourth up, we've got the Vorosliker
1: or Spoonliker. Oh, okay. That It sounded so much more menacing in
0: Icelandic. Mm, yeah, but... He is kind of gross; he likes to <clears throat> again break into houses and uh lick people's spoons in the hope of finding something to eat. uh kind of weird behavior, but I get it. Um Winters are hard times, and it tied into his supposed deformity. He was described as being grotesquely gaunt from malnutrition oh. Yeah, which as a troll was really unusual, I guess, because they were usually depicted as being overweight and very muscular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he he was super skinny. Someone went
1: vegan in the lava cave. And it was a bad call. (laughs) I mean, if that's... Licking spoons and being hungry. Yeah. No, No one ever said Gryla shared. That's true. Oh, oh dang. Like, it was for her. Not oh, for oh, anyone no. else. Period. He- munchies was an appropriate <laughs> comparison. She's yep. just over there with her stew pot, sad between her legs,
0: away. just
1: huffing it all in.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That's a horrifying mental image. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Fifth up, we've got... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. Potsis... Potsis- keffel. Pot scraper, his name's fucking pot scraper, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. so again, like all of his other siblings so far, he has an appetite that I would say borders on gluttony uh again breaks into people's houses, and he looks for sauce pots that could have chunks of roast meat. He looks for saucepans that have roasted veggies. Just general leftovers. Um I could only think that he was used as like a tail to, you know, finish your your meals to kids. Or, like or, or like uh pot scraper. Put the leftovers
1: in the fridge, maybe.
0: Well, I yeah, I imagine they had some kind of cold storage, but I don't know.
1: I bet you spoon liquor and pot scraper got into fights over rice krispies.
0: Oh, I bet they did. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I I figured he was like a, a cautionary tale to, you know, finish your meals. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why so many of these involve B&E's, but <laughs> they do. Just so much home invasion. Uh number 6, we've got asalicer, <laughs> Yeah, I know it sounds terrible. <laughs> um,
1: I'm guessing it doesn't st- is not a r- actual translation to what it sounds like in English. No, it translates to bowl liquor. That's much better than what my
0: mind immediately went to. Yeah, but he's one of my least favorites. Okay. Like, he is super creepy. Um, so, we've got Gullyhawk, who is out stealing milk, Stubby is munching on crust of pans, Pot Scraper is snarfing leftovers, and Spoon Liquor does exactly what his name suggests. <laughs> <laughs> um,. But bowl liquor that's stupid to say, but whatever. He yeah, is known for slurping out leftovers from bowls or asker, which was a Icelandic type of bowl with a lid. Okay. Um, But he's super fucking creepy about it. Like he literally lays under kids' beds <gasps> waiting for them to finish. Like they're, they would get like this nighttime soup or pudding or whatever. And then when they're done with it, He snatches it up and eats the leftovers. Like, he is literally the boogeyman under the bed. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Also, the word slurp is just, what? Yeah. But, uh, I'd say, just, I don't know, wait under the
0: table or something. Don't wait under my bed, you creeper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ba-ba-ba-ba. Oh, this one's just kind of a douchebag. Uh, number seven, we've got Herta Skyler or Door Slammer and it's it's rude. pretty much exactly what it sounds like he breaks into houses just to slam as many doors as he can and wake up anyone who's sleeping you jerk <laughs> like what a dick let them sleep you
1: dingbat i don't know i'm i just i'm struggling to find a insult enough to portray how i feel about someone waking me up from sleeping by slamming a door
0: mm, so not rude. good not good uh, eighth up, mm. we've got Skygamer or Skygobbler. Um, he he really likes that yogurt. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. oh right 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah the yogurt. Um Which during the holidays it usually accompanies fermented shark, which I have had. I have had that and, uh, like disgusting. And it oh, also usually God. comes with Brennavin. Which is a spirit known as Black Death, which I've also had, and it really wasn't that bad. Um, I,
1: I also told have you about to... my Ludfisk
0: experiences, Ugh, right? No.
1: Okay, so, so, Ugh, so it smells terrible, though. So, for a period of time, I dated a person whose one of their parents was a Swedish immigrant. So anytime we had, it was for like a couple of years, um, but anytime we were over there for Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. they made yeah. fresh lutefisk. Like they dropped the fish in the lion, all like they made it immediately before serving with like Ugh. a cream sauce thing. And they oh, yeah. they had this rule for because they loved it, their family loved it, so anyone who was visiting had to take at least two bites. That was uh-uh. the rule. Like you have to take two bites. And then you don't have to eat anymore. I I can't get back the years where I forced Ludfisk into my body.
0: I can't they get them They would never see me during the holidays. Uh, yeah. I don't know how anyone
1: likes Lud... If someone likes Ludfisk that listens, how? I'm sorry. It tastes like warm fish jello with a cream sauce. I don't get it. Which is what I
0: imagine the fermented shark kind of tasted like. It was disgusting. Yep, yeah, but the Blevin or Brenevin, that really wasn't that bad. I mean, I do have to caveat that I do like one fifty one. So eh. but... you and Rory can have a club. I'll stick <laughs> with my like wine, sambuco, whiskey. <laughs> it, it's it's a very small club that we have. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, yeah, just gross. The Ludfisk was quickly followed by like. All the water alcohol. and alcohol you could shove in your face. A lot of alcohol. Yeah. Which helped. But, yeah. That's
1: my delightful this story.
0: <laughs> so Sorry, close. I'm just staring at this next name. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, you can and do I, again. I worked myself through all of these last night, and it clearly did not take. So, number nine, we've got Byunganacker or Sausage Snatcher. So (laughs) I know so many jokes, but smoked meats are a very popular method of cooking in Iceland with smoked fish and lamb being the most popular. So on the 20th day, this you'll add like to sneak into people's houses and steal sausages. He would break in like everyone else, all rude, and he would hide in the rafters. And wait, which is horrifying. Again, no one said they were small. I want to
1: look like, up at the beams <laughs> across my that. house and see little peepers. Not even little peepers. No. Big ass peepers from a giant troll person staring down at me.
0: Yes. And so he waited for dinner to be cooked like an asshole and then would swoop down and snatch the sausages and leave. Just like full on Tarzan <laughs> through the house. Just.
1: Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. like, what an <laughs> asshole.
0: Rude. Uh. So, next one is easily one of my least favorites. Um, yeah. you're. I'm sorry, you're not going to like him either just because of the oh, mental good. image he causes. Um, okay. His name is Glugagiger or Window Peeper.
1: Oh, oh, I was already thinking about the fact that like, this is going to seem kind of random, but I swear it's not like, <laughs> I hate the fact that if, someone were to be trying to hunt you you wouldn't know if they were a decent hunter because you wouldn't see them and this just reminds that like even more that i don't like the fact like i've got a window behind me it's a third floor up i still wouldn't know if someone was trying to look at
0: me and i don't like it yep um (sighs) yeah i i don't really like any of the lads but this one really creeped me out because especially when you think about they only have four hours of daylight Mm. so that's 20 hours of darkness for him to be fucking peeping outside the window and i mean i'm sure they had shutters and whatnot but can you imagine like just seeing one eyeball peeping through the crack in the window just do you hey, what you doing
1: <laughs> do you ever like okay so i just put up curtains on in my office um so that my window can be covered now and prior to the curtains I was never worried that anyone would ever be on the other side of the curtains. But yeah. now that I have curtains, I'm like, I must close this when it gets dark in case someone were to come up and be staring straight through this door. It's completely, like, irrational, but... Yeah, shower curtain theory.
0: Oh, yeah. Shower yeah. curtains is another one, but ugh. <laughs> Love yeah. my curtains. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I don't like window peeper.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, I think thus far, the... One that I least dislike is spoon liquor because I like to imagine that he refused right. to eat something terrible and he's just
0: licking a spoon. Yeah, that's better. It's um, better than window peeper. Yeah. Well, number 11, we've got Gatta the Fur or Doorway Sniffer. Uh. I, I, don't, I don't know who came up with these names. Like Ooh. this one does tie into him, but still. So he has this huge nose. Um, which was big even for being a troll slash giant. Um, and he uses a big ol' sniffer to hunt out his favorite meal. Which was, or is, I guess, the Icelandic delicacy of lafabrad or leaf bread. It's only made during Christmas time. It's this round, super thin, fried um, bread loaf. And it's usually decorated with leaf patterns. And so Doorway Sniffer likes to steal the bread before they can share it with their guests, which is just rude. Like all of the lads so far. Mm -hmm. And let's see. We're almost to the end. So number 12. We've got Keterukur, or Meat Hook. and Yeah, I mean, for such a creepy name, he really isn't that terrible. But, I mean, he's rude, but he's no worse than any of his other brothers and definitely not as bad as Window Peeper. (laughs) Yeah, window peeper is my least favorite thus far. Yeah. So this one likes to hide anywhere near the kitchen. And as soon as he can, he uses this... He's got like this long hook. And he goes and he grabs himself the centerpiece of the family meal. And unlike the the sausage <laughs> stealer, he doesn't really care what it is. He just takes the food regardless of what it is. Um,
1: okay, so... My grandma might be a little bit of a meat hook.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think everyone's is.
1: So I have a story, though. There's there's a story. My grandma,
0: at one Christmas uh,
1: or Thanksgiving, I don't remember, at a family holiday, (laughs) decided – she's a bit of a a jokester, a prankster person. She likes to tell, like, mildly naughty stories that are mostly, like, not much, like – at one point in time I was playing poker with my cousins on a camping trip and she walked by and went what you do and we said playing poker grandma and she goes oh okay we're like do you want to play with us and she goes oh no I only play strip poker and walked away like that (laughs) That kind of attitude just like real sassy she's amazing uh so we're at this family holiday and she's like oh i really wish i could reach that thing like whatever it was in the middle i don't remember exactly what it was um and so someone's like oh i'll get it for you and she went ah never mind and she took her fork that we didn't know that she had brought from home and it was an extend a fork so she extended (laughs) it out and just grabbed it herself and then spent the rest of the evening taking things off people's plates
0: i love your grandma
1: (laughs) she's amazing oh that's awesome uh, she's my favorite. I love my
0: grandma. Oh. Uh, so yeah, my grandma's a little bit of a meat hook, it seems. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, this kind of ties into your lutefisk story. Uh, um, I know. But the 23rd of December is when this one, this lad, pops out of the cave. Um, But that is St. Thorlock's Day. And fermented skate fish is usually served for dinner. Ooh! Mm-hmm. <gasps> so I was like, you know, maybe it's not like he likes to steal the main meal and that's his day to come out. So I imagine he kind of likes that one. Maybe it's kind of a Christmas miracle that that's yeah, what that he likes. Yeah, that sounds a little Christmas miracle to me. Because I looked it up and they're like, skatefish is basically like this putrefied, super ammonia smelly fish thing. I was like, no, he could have that. That's That's okay. He, like, uh, thank you, you for leaving it. the
1: cookies alone, leaving the leaf bread alone, leaving my yogurt alone.
0: Take yeah, the take ammonia the fish. fish. Take it far away. Yeah. New favorite, your old brother. Yeah. Blessing in disguise. Thank you <laughs> for taking away the ammonia fish. So gross. And so uh, last Ooh. but not least, we've got number 13, which is Curtis Snicker. He's known as Candle Stealer. Okay. Uh, hm, And he is kind of a dick. Uh. But his name, like all the others, pretty self-explanatory. He steals candles. Candles were a very valuable thing in Iceland because, again, twenty hours of night. Um. They provided the light for the Icelandic folks' main winter pastime, which is reading, which mm. I love. Um. They actually sell so many books during December in preparation for this uh There's a tradition that Blake and I have adopted this year, and I'm so excited it's Christmas Eve or on the twenty fourth you exchange books with each other and you spend the evening curled up reading them. Oh, that's lovely! I love it, and it's just it's it's a lovely way to spend an evening but uh, like a dick, this you'll lad. He doesn't even use the candles he takes. He just eats them. Oh! Because they're oh, tallow no. candles. L- and like so- a, d- a demented
1: little kindergartner with the pica disease? Like, no thank you. Stop eating well, the-, the candles. <laughs>
0: but they were made of tallow.
1: So oh. it's
0: not like the wax candles. Okay, so it's fat candles. Yeah. Um, okay, that's just gross. But he was rude and ruder. And he takes them from Easy Targets, which were kids... By following them into their bedrooms, super creepy, or reading nooks, and steals them straight out of the kids' hands, and then leaves.
1: Dude, you can't follow children into don't, dark corners.
0: Don't do that. That's bad. You
1: can't, you can't do that. It's really fucking weird. It's really super
0: fucking creepy. Stop it. It's not okay. Okay.
1: Also, stop eating candles. What the heck? <laughs> That's hell? also not okay. <laughs> Just like eating a straight stick of fat that happens to have a piece uh, of string through it. Ooh. Like
0: maybe send some to your skinny brother, okay? like He could use a little give bit him, of fat in his diet. Give him to spoon liquor, okay? He's hungry. <laughs> He's very hungry.
1: And I bet you anything that it's not made out of baby fat, so it's safe for him to eat.
0: Yeah, true. So yeah, after 13 days of mayhem and fairly creepy and generally annoying behavior, all 13 of the brothers and their scary mom and cat, they go back into the caves for another year and they wait until the next December to come back out and start it all again. And that's the story of Gryla and the Yule Hads and the Yule Cat. Bunch of weirdos. Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> what okay yeah it was a lot to unpack and i hope everyone stayed with it (laughs) i enjoyed it uh so uh, so many butchered names i'm sorry ah you did great uh all right so who do you have for us i see you're getting your notes out
1: so i've i've got a shorter story than yours (laughs) which i think works out well um since we're shoving all of this into one episode, woo! Super uh, episode. I am just going to say, like, I'm going to mispronounce things. Yeah. Sorry. You can't do worse than I just did
0: in the last, like, 40 minutes. It's
1: okay. Except I am going to be talking about a Welsh Christmas folklore. Yes. And Welsh is very difficult to pronounce. And it has many letters that that (laughs) have different sounds than I'm used to. Uh, So I tried. I looked things up. I'm sorry. We Uh, both try so hard, guys. Don't judge (laughs) us. We listen to so many pronunciation videos. And we're
0: still bad at it. So bad.
1: Uh, Yeah. So with, with that... Stated as a preface, we are talking about, I'm so excited about this, about Mary Lud, who yes. is also known as the Grey Mare and is essentially a Welsh rap battle zombie horse Christmas I love cryptid. It. And I love it so much. And it makes me very happy inside.
0: <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorites. Oh, it's, I
1: just... I don't know when this first popped up on my Pinterest, which is like the only social media I truly use. Um, but <laughs> it immediately immediately made me happy. So it, I'm very excited. General premise of Mary Luid I'm going to mess it up so many times, is <laughs> that you're celebrating the rebirth of a dead horse to signify the rebirth and hope in times of darkness uh it has origins that are supposedly dating before christianity and has roots in paganism which makes perfect sense um so yeah let's just dive into it i i already like the zombie horse zombie horse zombie horse rap battle boom (laughs) zombie horse doot 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is the sound that is in our heads all the time. All the time. Always like random circus music going on. So supposedly, after Christmas and before the New Year, or in some tellings, on New Year's Eve, Mary Lud, which is a gray mare, rises from the dead each night and traipses about town with a posse of carolers.
0: All right, who's just like casually going through town and be like, hey, this is our fucking zombie horse. You want to sing so, with uh, us?
1: <laughs> so there's a few like regular characters in the story. And then everyone else is just kind of like faceless, nameless. We just tagged along for the story kind of people. How, how uh, drunk are they? Probably very. So drunk. Uh, ale is a key component of this folklore. That sounds about right. So the main characters are Mary Lwood, which is... The zombie horse, generally portrayed as, like, a horse skull with, like, some flowing ribbons. So I, like, just 100% imagine a dead horse that also looks like a maypole. That's kind of what I'm picturing. That's that's what it looks like in my head. Um, The merry men, who, or merry men, who are the people who play the music. Punch, who carries a metal fire poker. And Judy, who carries a broom. And supposedly... I don't know why it's specified for Punch and Judy, but they're both men, whereas it didn't specify for okay. any of the other main characters. And then there's just, like, carolers that are with them that tag about. Alrighty. So, essentially, what they do is they're they're walking down the main street of town, right? They're hanging out. They're having a good time. They're making some noise, singing songs, all of that. And they see a house. So, they go, oh, we should go up to that house. So, they go up to the house, and they knock on the door and they start singing a song called the Ponko, which is spelled p w n c o so to me it looks like ponko because of the internet yep. um, and <clears throat> the punko is essentially a song asking hey can we come inside and no it, can <laughs> <never> come inside. <laughs> and it generally goes like this uh, i took the english version i'm going to link to a um version that is being sung that is in the welsh but i i can't i can't (laughs) so here's the english version (laughs) here we come dear friends to ask permissions to sing if we don't have permission let us know in song how we should go away tonight i have no dinner or money to spend to give you welcome tonight okay general just being like hey can we come in i'm hungry can we come in If you don't want us to come in, you have to tell us in a rhyme. You have to sing it back to us. Otherwise, we're going to just stay here and keep asking, can we come in?
0: Oh, dude, I can ignore you for
1: days. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, but that doesn't work. I know. So (laughs) it didn't give any like explanation of what would happen if you didn't answer because it seems like everyone does answer. So Okay. After there. hearing the song, it is generally presumed that you are not going to pull a Lauren and Stasia classic and ignore and hide behind the couch and wait for you to go away while you hold a baseball bat.
0: Instead- you know, that's not, tr- like, standard protocol. I totally thought it
1: was, but apparently not in Wales. Like, in Wales, the house members go up to the door and through the closed door start singing back excuses why they cannot <laughs> let Mary Lude and the Caragirlers come into the house. Apparently, that's the standard there.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting theory, but all right. Carry on. I know.
1: I I swear I was 100% on the hide where they can't see you from the windows
0: train. Right. That wasn't standard. Like, even if it's UPS, like if they knock on the door or ring the doorbell, I fucking just leave the living room. Yes. Like I, they can't see me. I know they can't, but I just. But no, don't. I, I don't want wanna... door.
1: <laughs> no, I get as far away from that sucker as I can. Uh, t- side note. Do you think we're a little
0: traumatized as Americans by random violence? <laughs> I mean, I just have a deep uh, dislike for people coming over to my house. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am very much a hermit. People, <laughs>
1: so zombie horse, zombie um, horse. Um, so Mary Hood and the Carolers, after like listening to the sing song excuses of why we can't let them in the house, like all of that from the house members, um. They don't just say, okay, and give up. No, no. They debate the house members still in song, as I alluded to before, like a full-on Christmas rap battle. All right. Honestly, like a holiday rap battle, because it's after Christmas and it's before New Year's. This is a rap battle with a dead horse for all.
0: (laughs) All right. That's, That's an interesting way to spend your time.
1: And it goes on until the house members run out of ideas and excuses for why they should
0: not let mariloude in i can think of so many they're not going to yeah. rhyme but i can think of a lot first off you're a fucking zombie <laughs> <laughs>
1: they would spend the entire week at your house then <sighs> um, and while they're doing this like while the debate is going on and their little rap battles happening punch one of the main characters would take his fire poker and wander around the outside of your house tapping on things and generally making noises and tapping on the ground and on windows and likewise judy carrying the broom would wander around and brush your walls and windows honestly that kind of just sounds like i'm getting a good house brushing and that's probably useful but probably also a little bit creepy super creepy
0: yeah because i'm just thinking like the branches that scrape against your windows oh okay that made it worse
1: (laughs) I was just thinking, like, I'm a chimney sweep kind of thing, but okay, yeah, yeah no, that's worse. That's what I'm here for. Thanks. <laughs> so once everyone has run out of ideas of why they can't let Mary Lou in, um, they basically just cave. Like, if you run out of ideas, you're basically obligated to let the carolers carolers in, and not only do you have to let them in, you have to give them food and ale.
0: Oh, that's demanding. Yeah, see,
1: it's very demanding. um. But it's like extremely similar. Like if I think back to what I always thought caroling traditions were like. I mean, that is pretty on par with them. You'd have carolers singing outside. If you listened to their song or like open the door whatsoever, then they came in like had a drink like that was a that's what movies told me about carolers, at least like it never happened at my house, but it's what c- movies told me. I mean, we didn't
0: really live in – you lived kind of in neighborhoody ish but even though yeah, I lived up the road, like we did not have people who came up our road. No.
1: Your road was sneaky. It looked like a road that wasn't a road. Okay, so one of the main thing, and this, again, just to me feels like someone doing chores for me. Once the carolers were let into the house, you had to specifically try and be like, hey, Punch, don't touch the fireplace. Like, just don't do it <sighs> because – If he did touch the fireplace, he had to take his fire poker before he left and scrape the entire fire out. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, could mean that you then had to build a brand new fire, so that's probably why it was a dick move. Also, that's so messy. Yep.
0: And flammable. Yeah. Punch, you're a dick. (laughs) Punch is kind of- I mean, his name is Punch. I mean, I know, but he still didn't have to be a douche.
1: Uh- yeah, pretty much. But other than that, like, honestly, it just kind of turned into a weird zombie horse party after that. Like, okay. people continued partying throughout the night. Mary Lude would be running around, like, neighing and snapping its jaws and generally oh. creating havoc. Uh Generally, it would, like, play pranks or try and scare people while the carolers pretended to restrain it. Uh and it would steer, like they would steer Maryloude away from like children as best they could. But like I'm that sorry, was what th- they let the zombie horse into their house, and the zombie horse ran around
0: trying to scare them. Like that's that's the gist. Okay, but like, oh, do you know what happened if Maryloude got the kids? Nothing. Like it oh, just wanted to okay. scare them. And no. Maryloude
1: then, when like it was happy, it left, and it was generally seen as a sign of good luck and fortune. Which seems mm. weird to me. That is not my definition of good luck or fortune. <laughs> nope. Uh, but the fun thing <laughs> that I find about this is that it's still, like, the tradition still gets kept up today in a lot of places. Oh, okay. In Wales, specifically. So, it, it, obviously, there's not, like, an actual zombie horse that is being touted about. Instead, oh, God. <laughs> between, like, five or six guys will hold a horse skull or a wooden horse head... And hide underneath a sheet that's decorated with brightly colored ribbons and go throughout the streets acting out the entire legend. And they'll go up to people's houses and do all the things with people playing Punch and Judy and the Merry Men and go through the entire legend each year,
0: essentially. Uh, uh, All I'm hearing is I am never going to Wales. See, that makes me want to go straight to Wales. You don't want to go have a zombie horse party for like one year. One year. I mean, if it was with you and you did all the rap battling, I'm down with that. We'll take Rory. He's good at that shit. Blake could also totally pull that. Blake would definitely see. Rory is the me in Blake and I's (laughs) relationship, and I am the Rory in yours. There, like you guys are. You and Blake are the high energy boisterous ones yes <laughs> we like rory spontaneity rory hide in the corner <laughs> with our 151
1: yeah you guys can just drink some rum while me and blake nerd out over rap battling
0: a zombie horse and it'll be amazing <laughs> also like if you don't know this about me zombies are an absolute deal breaker for me on any show tv anything like movie i i don't do zombies I can barely watch Shaun of the Dead, and that's funny. I cried oh, that's during like, Zombieland. Oh, my God, Stasia. I don't like zombies. <laughs> yeah, uh, you
1: you dislike them more than I dislike them. I hate them, but you, you, you win the freaked-out-by-them battle. Mm-hmm. Yep, zero out of ten. Don't like those. Well, even if we did go to Wales for the holiday season at one point in time... More likely than not, you would not run into Maryloude. Instead, you would probably just run into normal old wassailing, which is generally just like people going door-to-door, singing and offering drinks from the wassail bowl, which you made me wassail last Christmas. And it's It's delicious. delicious. Um, In exchange for gifts. And I like gifts and wassail and all that. And it sounds fun. And apparently it's pretty similar to caroling
0: yeah i'm down for that portion of it for yeah. days
1: so so that's the folklore of marylou the zombie horse i like it it's just kind I mean, of I cheerful and
0: weird <laughs> yeah I, I like the weirdness of it i don't like the zombie portion but it really sounds more like just mischief skeleton... and marryment. well it's it sounds more just like a skeleton horse not like an actual zombie the way the way that they
1: depict it um, nowadays, yes, because they use like a skull or a wooden oh, okay. carving, because it might not even be a skull sometimes, like sometimes it's just a wooden carved horse head. Um, <laughs>
0: just imagine, I just like, imagine like horses. a hobby horse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: getting oh, exactly. carried under a sheet with like five guys giggling behind it.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's no straight faces when that and alcohol are involved. See, and that sounds fun. That That is fun sounding.
1: The folklore itself says, like, rebirth, raised from the dead, which definitely sounds zombie-y. But what it's turned into as, like, a holiday tradition sounds totally innocuous, and I'm down for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds much better than actual zombie horse. Yes. I don't need to see a half-dead
1: horse ever. It just sounds sad.
0: Yeah, I'm good. I'll I'll take a pass.
1: A live horse? I will pet it all day long. Mm Mm-hmm all day all day all the pat pats all the crinkles for the fuzz fuzz so many crinkles horses love crinkly things they think it's treats
0: they do and as as we found out many times this week because i don't know who greased people's saddles but kids could not stand their horses this week oh no <laughs> and it turns out a crinkly granola wrapper will get a horse that's bombing around the arena happily without a child to stop and come over to you
1: well, you have a bunch of spoiled horsies at that bar and That's what's going on there.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's always the potential that that crinkle is food and they want to know. <laughs> yep. It's like, ooh, nom-noms? Yep. Ugh. Poor kids. Oh, horsies. Such weirdos. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to do our ending. Oh, we have to do funnies. Yeah, I have we to have funnies. to do funnies.
1: We, I did not find any funnies, though, so. Okay. I, um
0: so I've got two, and they are from one of my favorite listener fans, Katie, and she shared these in our WTP podcast Facebook group. Nice. So the first one is, a copy of A Christmas Carol just fell on my toe. It hurt like the dickens. <laughs> <laughs> uh And then her other one was... One night, a Viking named Rudolph the Red was looking at the window, and he said, "It's going to rain." His wife asked, "How do you know?" He goes, "Because Rudolph the Red knows rain, dear.
1: oh! <laughs> oh. And it
0: made me chuckle. Oh, I felt that one deep. <laughs> so, Katie, thank you very much for always sharing the silly puns with us. We we love them. And any other listeners, if If you also have our stupid love for puns, please send them to us because we will read them and laugh at them for days.
1: We will. And until that time, do you know what uh, is a llama's favorite holiday song?
0: Something that involves
1: spitting. La 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 -la 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 llama. I love it. oh my god oh okay some if anyone is actively dating on a dating profile please put this on your dating profile because this is amazing you know i knew it the moment i saw you there's no doubt that we have chemistry. tree
0: oh it's bad uh that hurt my soul (laughs) there's also
1: the holidays make me really sentimental Oh. Yeah, that was all sad. Guys, seriously send us your stupid puns. Oh, what did Mrs. Claus say to Mr. Claus when <laughs> when he said he wasn't going to do the dishes?
0: Oh, uh, that's
1: that's a dangerous one. Oh yeah. What he said? Yes you are, Claus, I said so. Ah.
0: Uh, also household chores are everyone's responsibility
1: don't be a dick don't be a dick Uh, ooh what
0: do you call a snowman in July (laughs) melted a puddle (laughs) Uh, they're not wrong oh
1: what's a good holiday tip never catch Mm. snowflakes with your tongue until all the birds have gone south for the winter Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I mean that's Ew. sound
0: advice. but ooh gross.
1: <laughs> well, that's just not accurate. I'll read it, but it's not accurate. I once wanted to become an atheist, but I mm-hmm. gave up. They have no holidays. Yes, they do. They participate in all of these holidays. right? They if can, they, they can so choose. choose. Does't negate holiday activities? Uh, Personal choices. The only right? group that I know of that avoids holidays is Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, that is true. Do you know how abominable snowmen greet each other? (laughs) No. Ice to see you! Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know a snowman's favorite breakfast? Is it Frosted Flakes? It's
0: Frosted Flakes!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like it. What do you call a snowman that can walk? Yetis? A snowmobile?
0: Uh. (laughs) Ah, I like yetis.
1: <laughs> I don't get this one. Tell me if you get this one.
0: Okay. What do
1: you call always wanting a date for New Year's Eve? I don't know. Social security.
0: Okay. Oh, well, you always want to be social. I mean, it's it's stupid, but like you're always guaranteed to want <laughs> that.
1: My i i, I uh, my tax brain is on. All I can think of is like social security <laughs> social checks. I'm security? like that doesn't make any sense.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, it's kind of silly. Yeah. Do you know a New Year's resolution is something that goes in one year and out the other? <laughs> they are not wrong. It usually no! doesn't last past January. <gasps> okay, this might be my favorite one. What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? I don't
0: know. A rebel without a clause. Ah. Uh, What do you get when you cross a snowman and a vampire? Uh, I don't know. Frostbite? Ah! (laughs) That's a good one. That's cute.
1: Okay, now I'm just getting into Halloween, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I hit a bunch of Thanksgiving ones.
1: Why can't there just be like one good Hanukkah one or something? Or Kwanzaa,
0: or literally any Mm. other holiday. Festivus. (laughs) Where do snowmen go to dance? The ice rink. Snowballs. (laughs) That
1: is not what I think of (laughs) when I think of snowmen and snowballs. (laughs) That is not what I think of either. Uh, Do you know that uh, there's a different alphabet for Christmas? Yeah, the Christmas alphabet has Noel. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You know you liked it. I I did. Did you uh, hear about Beyonce's new holiday single? All the Jingle Ladies, all the Jingle Ladies, all the Jingle Ladies, all the Jingle Ladies.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> so, did you hear that Santa knows karate? No. Yeah, he has a black belt. Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: Uh, that's what I'm here for. I think that deserves a round of Santa applause.
0: Santa applause, <laughs> I like
1: it.
0: Okay, all I'm finding is one-liners after that. Okay, I got one last okay. one. Did you hear that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer never went to school? No. Yeah, he was entirely elf-taught. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: many jokes center around the elf instead of self. So many. Mm-hmm. Oh Okay. I think that's all for this week. Okay. Thanks for listening and check back next Sunday for another episode. If you need some extra spookums, check out our mini stories at wait to And as always, if you have a story or a pun to share, send us an email at wait to panic podcast at gmail Make good choices, have a happy holiday, and remember,
0: wait, wait to, to panic.
1: panic. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.